friends, and welcome back to The Sesh. I'm Kendall Ray. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Sesh. We are happy to have you here. Uh, This is our first time back since Thanksgiving, so hopefully you guys all had a safe and maybe relaxing Thanksgiving. I know it looked a lot different this year, but I don't know, maybe you still ate some good food, made something for yourself, or got together with, you know, your little squad and your little pod or whatever that may be. So yeah, yeah. I saw some people commenting that they were even going to be celebrating alone this year mm-hmm. and that they're just kind of embracing it. I yep. saw one comment saying that she was making herself a really good dinner and I thought that was awesome. Yes. So I hope you enjoyed yourself. Yes, absolutely. And if you guys worked on Thanksgiving slash Black Friday, Ridiculous. just want to <laughs> say I'm sorry and thank yeah. you guys um, yeah. for, you know, truly sacrificing your lives at this point, to be honest, um, beating the crowds out, risking your lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> risking your sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. Well, You're sacrificing your holiday. Yeah, and absolutely. Risking your life. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy that things weren't shut down. There were so many Some comments. Things. Oh, they Walmart. Were. I saw a lot of people commenting that Walmart is shutting just when we're filming this, it's not Thanksgiving yet. So we're not sure. Um, but I heard that Walmart is closing down on Thanksgiving. Like and and on Black Friday, I believe. Oh, good. That they're all like, of them nationwide. Someone told me in one state, and then I saw like two more comments about it. So I'm assuming I don't know if it's completely nationwide, if it's every single Walmart, but I know there's definitely a handful of them that have closed down. I believe it was on Thanksgiving, so that's really good. That's really good. Other places should follow suit. I agree. It's insane for us to have a normal Black Friday. <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's bad. But thanks, guys. If you worked, we appreciate all of you. And yeah, let's go ahead and get into this week. This week. We have some good stuff in store for you. I am so excited for this episode. I've been like counting down the days until we get to record this because Janelle and I decided to make PowerPoints this week for each other. Um, I've been seeing this trend on TikTok too. People make PowerPoints PowerPoints. and then do PowerPoint night, like girls night where you just drink and then present random PowerPoints (laughs) to each other. Sounds like a real good time. So we decided to make our own PowerPoints and PowerPoint's gotten pretty good. Yes. I had to like relearn. It's been a while. I since know. I was impressed. They have, it's much more user friendly. They've got like little presets now. Yeah. It was quite easy. Yeah. It was really fun. But we are planning vacations for each other, guys. Yes. So we each have planned three vacations, mm-hmm. but they're not normal vacations. They have some twists in them yes. that will make you possibly not want to go yes, on Yes, exactly. <laughs> and Jenna and Julian were the yeah. ones that, as far as I'm aware, created this. I'm not sure maybe if they got inspiration from someone they- else. Could have, yeah. But that's where we got our inspiration from. So we're not trying to take credit for this at all. No. They did this and I watched it and it was so fun. I, I thought like we have got to do this. And then honestly, I just want to plan vacations yeah. and feel like we get to go somewhere. <laughs> I know. we don't get to go anywhere for a long time. That was the funnest part about this was pretending to plan a trip. Mm-hmm. You know, I even like got on Twitter and asked people questions really? about like which places we should go. I just had to verify though that we were not traveling. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. just for fun. Yeah. Um, but I do, it does make me miss traveling a lot. Hey, maybe we can make one of these vacations come true one day. Maybe we're just like manifesting the trips for the next like hey, handful of years. That's pretty much what manifestation is. <laughs> looking true. at the pictures, getting yeah. it like, Hey, I was looking there. at flights. I was yeah. looking at excursions. Like I'm ready to go on vacation. We both took this really seriously <laughs> and had a lot of fun. Yes. So I'm really excited for this episode, but we also do have some spicy mm. topics, mm. but we don't have a spicy button. So it's very depressing uh, all we have is this button <laughs> we have like all these presets but they're kind of cringy and that's the only good one we could find because we had to get a new soundboard it's a long story but we haven't preloaded our 
a new uh, sound bites on it. So. The story is I spilled candle wax on it. So. That's the story. Whoops on my the end. Yeah. Whoops on my. We we thought it would like <laughs> whoops on my whoops on me. <laughs> we thought it would work, you know, and we could just power through, but slowly mm-hmm. things started falling apart. Yeah. Josh is not happy about it, guys. Yeah. He's over and there shaking his head. We're mad at him today because oh, he didn't tell yeah. us that he didn't, you know, reload the spicy button. <laughs> you know. That wasn't yeah. very nice. So it's very sad Just kidding Josh hey. yeah Josh is here today doing our uh cameras so yes big thanks to Josh are you gonna say hello oh yes. hell yeah Sydney is not with us this week she's has Thanksgiving stuff yeah. going on so so before we go on vacation we <laughs> want to thank our sponsors and also go over some spicy topics um our sponsors for this week are Natural Dog Company Dipsy and Usual Wines once again thank you guys so much for sponsoring the sesh we really appreciate it um, and first spicy topic is the Pope likes a booty pick. Mm, he's a bad Pope, <laughs> you guys. Okay, maybe not necessarily. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> Just getting around. Okay, so on November 13th, the Vatican had to launch an investigation because Pope Francis's official Francis's <laughs> official Instagram liked a risque picture posted by 27-year-old Natalia. Garbato, mm-hmm. and she was posed as a sexy schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. Cracks me up that it's just like <laughs> so random too. I know, it's really it's the really last funny. person I would have thought to do this would be the Pope's Instagram. Or yeah, yeah, you'd think they'd have that really locked down. And obviously, the Pope is a celebrity, so multiple people have access to its account. So who knows who this really was? But it's really funny to think about an eighty-three-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Pope is eighty-three years old. And he has 7.4 million followers. And the news of this saucy interaction spread quickly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he quickly unliked it, I think. Like, yeah, the next right day. After, or was it the next day? Yeah. I think so. And this was obviously pretty embarrassing for the Vatican social media team. Natalia, the model in the photo, jokingly said that they received the Pope's official blessing. It's <laughs> like really funny. <laughs> so good. Have my blessing. Maybe it really was him, though. Yeah, maybe he really was blessing her. He was like, mm-hmm. "If the Pope likes your photo, are you blessed?" He's like, I'm double tapping that. <laughs> I just like to picture the Pope on the toilet scrolling Instagram. And yeah, he just was like, "Hell yeah!" He was I like, like that. "Damn, that's nice. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's so funny." Um, but yeah, I guess the Catholic News, according to them, Catholic News Agency, the Vatican takes the problem very seriously, and they've launched mm-hmm. a full fledged investigation to find out. Who actually liked the picture? Was it the Pope? Was it his manager? Was it <laughs> his manager? His ma- I don't know. Does he have a manager? I'm like, I feel like he's a celebrity. <laughs> no, it was probably some intern or something. I'm sure they have. Well, who has access to that account? I feel like the Pope. Yeah, Wait, that's what I'm saying. Like that many hello. followers, 7.4. I mean, uh, yeah. Kim Kardashian crushes him though. Of course. But come on, this man's the Pope. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of people to be able to access quickly. Seems like they would only allow certain people Mm -hmm. to have, you know, access to the account. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I guess the Pope approves the posts before they get published, but not the likes. So like the account is allowed to like other Instagram posts, but he has to approve if he posts something himself. I don't know. So anyone on the team is allowed to I like guess that's photos? What, I guess so. Why like, wouldn't they just ban <laughs> everyone from liking anything? Because you can see someone's likes, right? Yeah. Which I don't know if you can go to someone's profile and click likes and actually see their likes. I don't think you can. But I, I think it might alert you. Instagram. 
I think there's like notifications though. Like so-and-so liked this photo. Yeah. Well, it used to be on the, they're like had that page where it would like tell you more of like so-and-so three of your friends liked this picture, but mm. that little thing went away and now it's all about shopping on Instagram. <laughs> I've heard that. I haven't been on Instagram lately and really? I didn't update it. Yeah. I, I didn't update it. And then mine terrible. randomly just did it. And it was so annoying. It's literally like a flea market on there. It's really? Like, that's why I saw this tweet and it was like, Instagram is just becoming a shitty online flea market. That's oh, what it no. seems like. You're just like, okay. The button that where you get your notifications yeah. is now turned into the shopping button. And they totally did that on purpose. And the notifications is now in the top right where your DMS are. Oh my god! It's gosh. like really well, hard how do you to see get your to. DMS. It's like all up there. Oh, wow. It's really stupid. That's really bad. I heard everyone's algorithms fuck too. Like it's just shows you yeah, celebrities pretty on. much. Yeah. And influencers. Yeah. None of your real friends. No, it doesn't. That's it's terrible. Really annoying. Like, so I don't know what's wrong with them. Well, anyway, what do you think? Do you think the Pope liked this photo himself? <laughs> um, Probably not. Like in the grand scheme of things, probably not. But maybe <laughs> I'd kind of maybe I kind of want him to have liked it because that'd be funny. Well, I wonder if anything will come out of the investigation. Will they I be know. able to figure out if it was the Pope or not? But like, why does it matter? Is he not allowed to like well, sexy they probably, booty pics? No, I'm sure it's allowed, but it's kind of frowned upon. You know, it's right. really not great. Does he, image. Get, like, does he like get? No, they probably want to investigate. In to trouble? Make sh- no, but they want to make sure that this doesn't happen again. They want to figure out who the fuck who is, is who liking booty What if picks. it's him? And he's like, it's me. Leave me alone. I can do what I want on my toilet at 3 a.m. Thank I you. I am the Pope. He's like, I am the Pope. I say what goes. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I mean, it really could have been him. It really could have. Maybe he, does he have a smartphone? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. You know, watch him like not even have a smartphone. He's like, I don't even log into Instagram. Yeah. I don't even know how that works. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so funny. 2020 is wild. Man. I know. I was like, God, in 2020, would you find a uh, Pope picture that is, you know, or a Pope picture? <laughs> <laughs> the Pope liking a booty pic. Our next spicy topic is about Sia. Yeah. She's in some controversy right now. Major. It's yeah. Looking great for her. This is a pretty big story, especially yeah. if you're on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It was pretty um, viral for a bit. It was. So she's basically making a movie um, titled Music. And she already made the movie. Yeah. she's. It's up and coming. It's um, coming out in February, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's based on a close friend, um, and I guess it's been, you know, receiving a lot of backlash because it's, well, it's starring Kate Hudson, Leslie Odom Jr. And then Maddie Ziegler. And she specifically is playing a character with autism who is nonverbal. And I don't know if you're familiar with who Maddie Ziegler is, but she got her fame from a show called Dance Moms, mm-hmm. um, which was like a reality show. I think it's maybe still on or maybe not. I, I think don't know. it is. I'm not sure if they're still on it or Maddie's right. still on no. it, but we used to watch that show. Remember when it oh, first Oh, yeah. Came I out? loved that show for yeah, seasons and seasons. I watched it. Um, but that's where she really got a name for herself. But then, you know, years ago, her and Sia kind of like hooked up somehow Mm -hmm. and she's been in a lot of her music videos and, uh, has done a lot of projects with her and I think even performed live with her and stuff. So people are like, really, you're gonna, you know, have Maddie Ziegler who is, has absolutely, you know, no disability and is totally, you know, neurotypical play someone who is not only on the autism spectrum, but is also nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Like what kind of misrepresentation is that people are very mad about it? Yeah. And I mean, obviously this is not the first movie who no. has, or that has cast a person without a disability as someone as a character with a disability. Mm-hmm. And I guess things have just changed a lot. Um, you know, since a lot of those older movies came out, like what's the one uh, Gilbert grape, 
Yeah. It's eating Gilbert grape. I just watched that with Josh. That was really good. Um, Rain man, rain man, radio, you know, actually I'm not sure radio. I'm not sure if the actor actually had a disability or not. And their point is obviously that someone who has autism should play a role of someone with autism because that's the best, first of all, the best way to play that role, I feel, because yeah. you actually have the experience. Right. But also because, you know, you should be giving those opportunities to actors with autism that are struggling to get other jobs. Yes. So I it's very frustrating. Agree. I completely understand the argument. Yeah. And obviously this type of argument comes up with a lot of movies lately. I've noticed this for a lot of different things. Um, so it's not anything new, but what was different was the way that Sia was responding. Yeah, that was what was crazy. Well, she got a lot of like, uh, lash for it. lash, <laughs> a lot of lash. lash backlash for it for a long, like pretty much immediately. Yeah. And it went viral, but she immediately started getting like defensive and mm-hmm. being like, you don't, you don't know my intentions. And she even, someone was like, you know, why are you not having neuroatypical people in your movie? And she basically was like, I cast 13 neurotypical people, three trans folks, and not as effing prostitutes or drug addicts, but as doctors, nurses, and singers. Um, She said, nobody's even seen the dang movie. My heart has always been in the right place. She's really mad that people are already judging her before the movie even comes out. But if you've seen the trailer, I don't think we can play it because I'm pretty sure it'll get flagged, but it's you can look it up very easily. It's pretty uncomfortable to watch. It is Maddie who is incredibly able um, and, and verbally like advanced. I would say like, she's pretty, Mm -hmm. even for her age, like she is like, you know, she seems like she's in her twenties and I think she's like 17, maybe just Mm -hmm. for her to play someone who is nonverbal and not neurotypical was just like, why? Like, I don't understand why. And it's, she's also your like best, your bestie. It's not like you then Mm -hmm. tried to, you know, find someone that was really involved in, um, in folks with disabilities or is really passionate about working with those or, you know, has a foundation for it. Like it was literally just your friend, like your younger sister, basically. Oh, well we can't find anyone. So I guess we'll just use her. And it seems like they're making the argument that they didn't have enough time to cast someone, that it was a short amount of filming time and they didn't want to audition people with autism because probably because there would have been challenges or, you know, maybe she felt like it would be easier to work with Maddie because she's already worked with her for so, for so long. Mm -hmm. But people are like, why couldn't you take the time and really do this? Right. It's so important. What's the rush. Why are you even rushing to get a movie out right now? Anyway, the movies are closed. Will they even be open by February? I don't even know. And I don't even know if she's planning to try and put it in theaters or if it's like a streaming thing. I don't know what it is, but I don't know either, but the whole thing is weird. And I agree. The trailer is just cringy. It's just uncomfortable to watch. And it feels like mocking for some reason. Um, I just, I mean, I guess I haven't seen the movie and that's her point. Everyone is like, just watch the movie. Just watch the movie. She keeps saying that everywhere. She even tweeted it. I don't think we have it in here, but she tweeted, fuck, fuck, fuck it. Fuck. Yeah. Just watch my dang movie or something. So immature. I'm like, that is so stupid to mm-hmm. say. It is. Why stupid. wouldn't you just be like, "Hey guys, I'm really sorry. This was never my intent. My, you know, intentions mm-hmm. are good. I'm not saying her intentions are bad necessarily. I'm not mm-hmm. saying like she woke up and was like, "Fuck this. Let me disrespect an entire community." I'm not yeah. saying that, but I think she definitely did, whether she meant to or not. And like, it's mm-hmm. time to be like, "Holy shit! No matter what I intended to do, here's how it was taken, and yes. that was not how it should have been taken. I'm so sorry. How can I make this right?" let me donate all the money, all the yeah. proceeds I make from it to an autistic, um, you know, foundation mm-hmm. or, you know, anything that works with people who are, um, not neurotypical. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why her response was this way. 
I mean, it's really bad. It's so, so immature. And honestly, I'm just going to say my personal opinion. I've never really been a fan of Sia. I just don't really care for her music, to be honest. I just don't vibe to really? the, her, vo- her voice. Her voice. Her voice. I love her voice. Really? Yeah, I'm I happen not to like her, it. so I was kind of pissed that I she... I used to like her, but... I mean, if you like her, though, this is even worse. Yeah, this really, really hurt annoying. people. And I, I understand that fans right now feel really sad because it's I'm not so like immature. A stan. I'm not like a huge fan. I don't yeah. know. Like all, but yeah, I definitely can see. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's really disappointing just to mm-hmm. see that she did that and then to see the way that she's reacting to it. Yeah, she absolutely could have been like, you know, you're right. I should have cast someone with autism. This is a learning experience for me. And, you know, I hope you guys still see the movie and I hope I represent the community, you know, decently or you know, something, anything would have been better than like, fuck, just watch my movie. Exactly. One person I saw tweeted her and was talking about how hard it is to get acting jobs with autism, how they're already struggling enough. And then when there's an opportunity like this, it should go to someone within the community and trying to educate her about that. And she responded, maybe you're just a bad actor. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Why would you, as a public figure, why would you tweet that back? It's just, you're, you're not helping your case at all. Well, it's totally rude and just inappropriate, but it's also just stupid from a PR standpoint. This really is not making your movie look good. And I bet a lot of people won't see it just because of the way you're acting. Mm-hmm. Like maybe some people would have given it a chance if you were, or if you just ignored yeah, the criticism, exactly. that would have been better than being so defensive and rude. She just looks really stupid at this point. Yeah, she really and popped off. Yeah, I won't be seeing this movie. The trailer alone just made me really uncomfortable. Yeah, I didn't, I was not. And that's the thing is like, I've seen, like I saw Rayman and I really liked that movie. And, um, you know, that was not played by someone with autism. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, is this, it's not like it's the first time this is happening, but I think that, I just, I don't know. I'm kind of like disappointed in those movies too, I guess, Mm -hmm. in a grand scheme of like, why, Mm -hmm. why is that okay? It's not okay. I think times have changed a lot since then. That's true. You know, we're coming a long way and society is advancing. That's very true. So I think Hollywood is changing or being forced to fit Mm -hmm. new rules now because now we have Twitter back when that came out, what would people do? Make a blog post about it. If there was even internet back then, right? That's so true. Write a letter to the producer. Like now people can tweet in hordes Mm -hmm. of how pissed everyone is. There's cancel culture, you know, we're able to, which does it, kind of makes you think that cancel culture and stuff is good in a lot of ways because we are able to call people out for crap like this this and have our voices heard. This is the time of um, holding people accountable for sure. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm all here for it. I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think it can go a little bit overboard with cancel culture and all of that. And like, that's a totally different story. We can talk Mm -hmm. about that sometime, but I just mean group. I completely agree. Like as in the masses, totally getting on to something like this. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Sometimes it's really good. And I mean, this is important. In 2019, there was a study done by GLAAD and they found that only 3.1% of characters on TV have disabilities. 3.1. That's shockingly low. Last year. That's Mm -hmm. bad. That's extremely bad. So she should have known. I'm just surprised they didn't think about this beforehand. That how crucial it would have been and how groundbreaking it could have been. Totally. If she did cast someone with autism, how the movie would have done so much better. There's so many wonderful actors out there with autism that could have represented the character so much better. It's just disappointing. Couldn't agree more. That's such a great point. Like, not only is it sad for all these reasons we just talked about, but also like it could have been really fucking awesome. Yeah. Why did you have to do that? And I think she had originally made a point saying that she 
Um, originally was planning to work with someone who had autism, but it was like, quote, too stressful for them, or it was like uh, going to be too hard for the time frame or whatever. But I'm like, well, then delay your movie. Like, take the time you need to do what's right. I think that's a totally lame excuse to be like, sorry, we didn't have enough time. So I just had to work with someone who literally, like, I work with 24 7 and knows me inside and out, and we don't really have to spend that much more time, like, you know, growing the character because she knows exactly what I would want. Yeah, I completely agree. It was the easier choice for sure. Yeah. And it was the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we asked you guys on Twitter um, what your thoughts were. And follow us on Twitter, by the way, if you ever want to, you know, be featured on our show and give your opinions. We're at the underscore sesh podcast. Um, but Caitlin underscore Tucker with two R's said, I think the way she responded to criticism shows her clear intentions. She was extremely disrespectful to anyone who expressed concerns about the matter. And she seems very tone deaf. I also find it hard to believe that it was really that hard to find someone, which I agree. Find someone with autism, she means, um, who would be willing to participate in the production. The way she handled this is really rubbing me the wrong way. And I agree. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, this next one is from at PsychoCat. She says, I am autistic and I'm so frustrated at her. She claims to have had an autistic actor, but they quit. I don't think she made reasonable adjustments for that actor, which would have been important. I don't think she did three years of research either, because if she did, she would know that all autism is different and affects every autistic person differently. Like me, I am verbal, but I have sensory overload that can include certain smells, bright lights and loud sounds. And she also said that her tweets just hit the nail on the head for me, saying that we have special abilities was bullshit. We are just like everyone else, but we have a few things that make us human. Yeah, I, I completely, I I feel so deeply for, for people in that community because I just, this is really hurtful. It really is. And it makes me think about what if someone was, this is just a example that comes to my head. Like if a white person tried to play a black uh, character. Yeah. Oh, that would not happen nowadays. And it like stuff like that does happen in other ways maybe not that directly that's true it really opens a can of worms because it's like okay so can because i know that there's uh, actors in the past that have played folks with physical disabilities maybe they're in a wheelchair and the real actor is not and their character is and so like that kind of brings up the question is that okay um you know is it okay to maybe Mm. try and play a different race or ethnicity than what you truly are in a movie like that I would feel would be terrible. And same with like representing LGBTQ plus people like there's, you can go on and Mm -hmm. on and on. I just Mm -hmm. feel like it really does open this discussion of should we be, you know, trying to, even if it's just playing for a movie, even if at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. it's just acting like Like one example of that. I'm curious what your opinion on would be Dallas buyers club. Do you remember that movie? You probably don't no. know. I don't know a few is. years ago, uh, Jared Leto. Sorry, I literally forgot his <laughs> name for a second. Jared Leto played a trans woman on that. And he's not. So Right. And did know. he get backlash? No. I mean, he won awards for that. I'm sure there was uh, some backlash, yeah. but was it the loudest voice? I don't think so. Huh. I don't know how things are changing, though. Yeah. Now, you know, things I, are different. I feel like it's so important to have underrepresented groups yeah, be represented, especially in Hollywood, for their own characters. Yeah. It just doesn't make a lot of sense I not agree. to have them. Because if you, the goal in acting is to really make you like feel like you're that character. If you're a good actor, right? They say that you can really become mm-hmm. that character and, mm-hmm. and empathize with that character and feel what they would be going through. And like, mm-hmm. how can you do that if you're playing something that you are not and you have never been through? That's 
it's hard to do. It that. is acting at the end of the day, but it's mm-hmm. hard to do that. So yeah. I don't know. I don't want to like keep rambling about that, but I just think it is interesting to think about. And I also did want to touch on her part partnership with autism speaks. We had yeah. a lot of responses about that as well. Um, yeah. Autism speaks is one of those groups that's just got a lot of mixed opinions around mm-hmm. it. A lot of controversy. They have obviously done some really great things, but there's no autistic people on their board, I believe. So a lot of, I mean, people have all types of criticism about Autism Speaks. Mm-hmm. Um, Ramona from Twitter or Maddie MP4 says her partnerships with Autism Speak is probably the worst part of it all, considering people pointed out this out to her back in May that they weren't a good company. And she said she would look into it, but decided to still go ahead with the partnership. Wow. Mm-hmm. Also, this is also, it's raining Shrek said, to be honest, I she made the music character strictly for Maddie. That's what a lot of people are arguing, that this role was literally written for her. Yeah. Um, and that really unsettled her. The fact that she used Autism Speaks for her information and her attitude and people called her out. I feel like we're all in agreement. I haven't seen many people standing up for her in this situation. It's pretty cringe. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it is pretty fucking cringe. And I just looked up some little statistics about Autism Speaks because I was curious. And here we have... Um, a thing that says only 1% of Autism Speaks budget goes towards the family service grants. So let's see here. 48% goes to awareness and lobbying, 27 to research, 20 to fundraising, and 1% to family services. That blows my mind. That's disappointing. And um, I've actually had experience working with Autism Speaks in the past just by trying to advocate towards family members and just mm-hmm. trying to you know get some information and I always never really had that great of an experience no. working with them when I've been in contact with them, to be honest. I've heard that too. And even when I was trying to use their website a few years ago, it was really hard. Really, I was, yeah. I was honestly pretty disappointed mm-hmm. of what they had to offer. Well, in some areas, Autism Speaks is the only thing that's available for them for resources. I know. So it's really sucks. It's terrible. Anyway, there was a lot of good feedback on Twitter. Thank you for everyone that sent in your opinions. And please sound off in the comments below mm-hmm. of what you think. We want to hear your your thoughts and we'd love to read comments on this show we both read them all it's our favorite part of the week it is it for (laughs) sure is and all of you guys last week that commented i'm still here at the end i was like hell yeah i was honestly shocked at how many of you guys listened to that whole thing i forgot that we had said that and then (laughs) i kept seeing all these people like i listened to the end and i was like oh that's good thanks for (laughs) telling us (laughs) you're like you're a true fan thank you oh my god that's funny all right well Shall we get in to vacation mode? Oh, I'm so ready. Let's go on vacation, eh? (laughs) All right. Well, before we do so, we would like to thank our first sponsor. All right. Today, I am your travel agent, and we will be going, possibly. You'll have to pick out of these three trips which one you would like to go on. But the first option is a trip to Egypt. Had to do it, you know? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So you will start your trip off at the Cairo airport. Yes. Yep. And then on your way to the hotel, you would get to stop at a authentic tea shop. Ooh. That's a real picture of a tea shop around the hotel. Ooh, an authentic tea shop. Yeah. Did you know that Egyptians consume 65,000 to 75,000 tons of tea? Really? Yeah. They love tea there. I didn't know that. And they really love Earl Grey, green tea, and Assam tea. I hope I'm saying that right. I've never heard of that. Yum. Sounds bomb. Yeah, so their airport looks pretty lit, yeah, too. The city's seriously. pretty cool. Now, wait till you check out this hotel. <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't know what's happening with that. Amateur hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is called the Marriott 
Marriott. <laughs> the Marriott Mena House or Mina House. Dude, I don't know how to say it. that is sweet. This is gorgeous. It backs right up to the pyramids. It's unbelievable. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. There are few hotels in the world that match the Marriott Mena House. It is nestled directly beneath the looming hulk of the Great Pyramid. Built as a hunting lodge and base for exploring the pyramids. It's a really just swanky hotel. Yes, it's, it's really bougie. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is so pretty. I know, it's so oh nice. Oh my God, right up against the pyramids? I didn't know there was a thing like this. I know, and they have a full spa. They have <sighs> everything that you would possibly need. Look at that bathtub. Ooh, ooh that view. And is- the pyramids are right there. That is incredible. So good. I know. I saw this hotel. I was like, that is the one. Like, if I ever go to Egypt, I have to stay there. Damn, I'm impressed. (laughs) I'm sure it's expensive. I didn't look at how much it was. (laughs) So you'll stay there for your first part of the trip. Okay. And the first thing that you will do is obviously get to tour all of the pyramids. So I have put together a little uh, 50 second tour for you of all three of the most popular pyramid tours. Ooh. Okay. So that is, sorry, I'm reading off my phone. It's kind of small, guys. I wasn't prepared for this. Wait, press play really quick. Hell yeah. Okay, here we go. So these are the pyramids at Giza. So this is actually Dashur pyramids. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm probably going to say a lot of things wrong in this podcast. Hell yeah. Um, But these are Giza. Wow. And then, or this is, yeah, these are Giza. That's amazing. And then these last pyramids are the pyramid at Saqqara. Wow. Yeah, really cool. Hell yeah. And not all of them are actually pyramids like that. Mm -hmm. Some of them are shaped with flats on the top. So it's really cool, and you will be able to ride a camel around as well. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Is it ethical riding? I think so. I don't I don't know if, uh, I think camels like to be ridden. Do they? All right. I actually haven't looked into that, because I know you can't ride elephants. Right. Uh, right. Certain animals you don't ride, but I believe camels are like horses. I mean, it's ethical to ride a horse, right? Yeah, I so, think so. I believe. It's like hell common yeah. well, transportation If it's cool, I'm doing it. I saw in the videos there were camels walking around Damn. all the pyramids. That's so, so cool. Must be a thing. God, imagine riding a fucking camel on a pyramid. All right. Yeah, wouldn't Ooh. that be cool? And then you also get to go to the Museum of the Egyptian Antiques. So this has so many cool things, including the Rosetta Stone. Um, this museum actually has the largest collection of ancient Egyptian artifacts. They have more than 120,000 items on display. They have some of the oldest and most intriguing items in the world. Like I said, the Rosetta Stone. They also have the famous Tutankhamun collection, which you'd be into, right? Yeah, definitely. They have the beautiful gold death mask, which is very famous, and the sarcophagus and the royal mummy room. Ooh, look at all the jewelry too. They have tons of lapis. I know. It looks Egypt. It would be really cool to go to this museum. So cool. This would be quite the experience. I know. I can't imagine how much all of this stuff is worth too. All the gold. God, yeah, seriously. Precious jewels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that'll be pretty cool. Hell yeah. All right, I'm down with that. So you do a little, you know, education in the first part of your trip. Okay. But then you get to go onto a cruise on the Nile River. Boom, cruising on the Nile. Let's Mm -hmm. go. You will be on the Movenpick Royal Lily. And this is... (laughs) Hell I yeah, actually found pick. a video on YouTube of this cruise ship. This is some random person's vlog that I cut together. So uh, their names are Doug and Nikki. Thank you for letting us use your vlog real fast. Hell yeah. 
You guys got some good footage of the rooms and stuff. I was really curious about what a Nile cruise would look like, yeah, but that's it's fancy. quite swanky, right? Damn, that's nicer than the cruise I've been on. It's a bigger bathroom. I know. It's pretty lit. They've got air conditioning with manual control. All cabins have a panoramic window mm-hmm, with Nile views, color TV, video color channels, TV. <laughs> <laughs> in-house panel, private bathtub with a hair dryer, oh, yeah. safety deposit box, and mini bar. You can even get a smoking cabin if you want. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Damn, that's so, little so view. cool. Their food on looks the good. Nile, imagine, like, yeah, I'm on a cruise in the Nile River. Isn't that cool? What are you doing, loser? <laughs> you can go up for like seven days. You can do a one-day thing. Some people go on Nile cruises for like a like, couple hours, and then some people go on for days. Wow. Because there's all these places along the Nile you can go to, like lesser-known cities and yeah, towns I'm that sure. are pretty cool. Oh, I'm sure. God, the that food, food looks, looks good, good right? I know. That freaking oh, salad. Oh, so good. Fun. So then on the cruise, of course, a cruise would not be complete without excursions. Yay. Okay, so you get to go to the Filet Temple, the Aswan High Dam, which is this okay. right here. This is the temple. This is the dam. And then this is called the Unfinished Oblique, which is really cool. This never got stood up. So it's just wow. on the ground. Like if you can see people are walking yeah. on it. Oh my God, that's so interesting. Isn't that? That's so cool. So they just like never finished it. Yeah, they never finished they it. They left it there and now it's like a whole thing. That's so cool. Yep. <laughs> That's that. a whole thing. The whole thing. Wow. I was like a real smart Oh, person. you like my effects? Oh, hell. Like, you got spins. Oh, wow. I thought that was going to be their entrance. Yeah. That didn't quite happen. <laughs> Visit the Luxor. Yes. Not Luxor, Vegas. Yeah. Not the Luxor. Luxor, the city. <laughs> the Luxor. We're going to Vegas. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah, Luxor looks like a pretty cool city. They've got quite a lot there to see and do. A lot of, you know, artifacts and ancient... Oh, there's camel rides in Luxor. I definitely saw ads for that when I was on TripAdvisor. That's Um, sick. But then one thing that you get to do, your last excursion of the trip will be a hot air balloon ride over the Valley of the Kings, which is in Luxor. (gasps) I believe. I think so. That is so The geography cool. of this whole episode might be a little off, guys, because yeah. <laughs> we pulled these together. We have no idea what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we just plan cool excursions. Like, yeah, logistically, it probably wouldn't work. Yeah, I bet <laughs> logistically these trips will not work, but or they'd be difficult when yeah. make the most sense. Yeah. But how cool is this hot air balloon ride right so. over the Valley of the Kings? So, wow. yes, um, that's really cool. What's cool about the Valley of the Kings is they have over 80 tombs in that valley. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, over 60. Sorry. It's really hard to see on this phone. Wow. That's like, so they're still just up and mm-hmm. ready. You can just fly over them. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And they vary from small tombs or larger ones. And you can actually go closer that up and everything. And they a- have over 100 underground chambers under there. That's such a cool way to do a tour because Isn't it's it? like preserving everything people aren't walking through it you right. just fly over it to look at I it know, you get so to cool. see it i know i know there was a lot of hot air balloons in a lot of the places that i looked yeah. that might be you know good for the future yes to so be like oh if i'm ever in a place where i need to see it because i thought about but i'm afraid of heights i was gonna say i'm horrified of heights even watching people like yeah on, like on youtube be on buildings and stuff freaks me out so yeah, <laughs> oh, I oh, definitely it. on buildings and stuff oh, yeah, hot air balloons though it yeah. looks so cool it does but I know. <laughs> or I used to really want to do a helicopter ride, oh, but no. I'm like afraid of that now. Yeah, no. um, anyway, <laughs> that's that's pretty cool, though. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a cool end to the trip. Ooh. All right. But the real end to the trip, you have a final beach day in Dahab, mm-hmm. which has some of the prettiest beaches in the whole Middle East. Um, they have something called the Blue Hole here which has incredible snorkeling and scuba diving. However, it's one of the most dangerous places to go in the world oh, shit. when it comes to snorkeling. 
um, they, they believe they're not sure exactly how many people, but they believe that almost 200 people have died just in recent years in Jihad. Oh, from yeah. like attacks and stuff. Drowning didn't come so up. It's just like, like it's kind of cursed. cursed. It's like that, that case uh, yeah, yeah. down in Florida. Yeah. I forget the the name of that. I can't remember either, but yes. Um, but yeah, it's nicknamed the divers cemetery. Oh so, shit. Yeah. It'll be kind of a challenge, but there's some really pretty areas all along. Wow. That's where you can, gorgeous. You know, there's some really pretty beaches in the middle East. However, we got some trip twists. Oh, no. So the first one is during all of your tours, you will be forced to listen to Jason Mraz's <laughs> I'm Yours <laughs> the entire time, which that is Janelle's probably least favorite song in the world. I was trying to think of what song would Janelle hate on repeat for hours and I hours. I would rather smash my head into a brick wall. You'd have to repeatedly. wear like, you know, some AirPods or something yeah, that has that like, just going on a constant loop all through the tours. I'm yours. <laughs> please don't, please don't. <laughs> okay, and then you also will not, you will have no English speaking guides or staff members at any of your and stuff. And I'm stuck with Jason. God. Yeah, and you have Jason only. That's and then terrible. you also will have to wear weights on your ankles and your wrists throughout all of the walking tours. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't quickly get through either? Nope. Oh, no. Nope. And it will be just painful. Like imagine touring the pyramids with weights. Shit. (laughs) Yeah, shit. Okay. Guess I'm ready. So that's option one. Okay. I'm ready. Hope you enjoyed your mini trip to Egypt there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here is uh, your first trip. Okay. So first off, we're going to Southeast Asia. We're going to stop in Nepal. Hell yeah. Is your first trip. All right. Um, Side note, it takes 47 hours of travel time to get there. And there's three stops. And I looked this up and I was like, is that real? One of the flights was literally 47 hours. Not like a straight flight, obviously. But total total travel time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I forgot to say that for Egypt. I calculated it. It was going to be 26 hours with one stop in France. Oh, that's a long time. I know. It takes a while. Yeah. Especially if you're going anywhere remotely close to the other side of the world. Mm, Yeah. Exactly. All right. But, you know, once you get to Nepal, thankfully, you'll be staying at one of their most beautiful resorts in Kathmandu, which is the capital. And it is the, I believe it's called Dwarki, Dwarkia's Resort. Don't know exactly. But. Dorikas. Dorikas. Something like that. It's beautiful, though. And you'll be staying at the presidential suite um, designed to reflect the ambiance and tranquility found within nature. Set magnificently at once of the highest points in the resort, the suite covers an area of around 1,700 square feet. So it's a pretty good size. Featuring an expansive terrace with an elegant outdoor lounge and a sleeping area as well outside. Oh, the suite, that's cool. Yes. The suite comes with a private kitchen, a chef upon request, and then a private hot tub, of course, and offers some of the most extraordinary views you can find. That looks wonderful. I know. Look at like how the view you're so high up. You're if you're listening, Ooh. you're way up in the mountains and the view is literally just like clouds and mountains and oh it's beautiful. You I feel like, get, like nauseous up there. Really? Though. Yeah. So that's high true. up. That is high up. No, it'd be cool. I'd be fine. So while you're here, we need to relax a little. Okay. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that this wonderful resort has to offer is um, Himalayan rock salt houses. Whoa. They're believed um, to have, you know, properties that are balancing for energies and balancing physical space and balancing the body. Himalayan rock crystals are one of the best crystals for meditation because it be- can become programmed um, with your, you know, intentions. 
Um, it brings clarity of the mind and helps you become a more focused and clear person and really helps you hone in on your dreams. And it really also does amplify the energy of other crystals. So it makes it feel ideal for other meditation as well. So sit yourself in a rock salt house with these rocks that are, you know, hundreds of years old. Just vibing with you. Just vibe. Yeah, I love it. Doesn't that look so nice in there? Yeah, it does. It looks really cozy. That's just beautiful. I know. And then we also, on our relaxation day, need to um, stop off at the chakra sound chamber and the crystal hearing uh, house. Healing. Healing. Hearing. (laughs) Crystal healing house. (laughs) So, of course, chakras are, you know, the centers of energy and responsible for distributing um, energy around the body. And, you know, this room will help you balance your chakras through sound and light and color and really um, emanates a positive energy Um, Of course, you'll be using crystals as well. And crystals are, you know, there to heal. They're optimizing your guidance. They can work to rebalance your chakras as well, allow energy to flow through your body, giving you powerful and positive energy. So these um, stones date back to ancient times, the ones that they use, and they're believed to have individualized properties that helps, again, to balance yourself. And um, yes, it is a really true tradition in Nepal, something that they take very seriously and that they really cherish. So you'll be having a nice relaxing spa day, balance your chakras, hang with some rocks. Definitely would need that after that long of a flight. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Long of a travel experience. But then you need a little fun in your life, a little adventure. So we're going to go on the longest suspension bridge ever. Oh no, I would die. And there is a ride um, or a video of a guy riding it on a motorcycle. So you can kind of get a little idea. Riding on a motorcycle? Yeah. Okay. They have a ride oxide. Yeah. There's a fence. Like you're not going to fall off, but it is pretty high up there. And underneath it is like a giant river. Um, It's a almost 600 meter long single span suspension bridge. And so you'll be getting hella views. What is the purpose of it? Is it just for fun for tourism? Um, I think it's mostly for tourism. I'm not even sure if it like bring. I don't think it's like you can only get to something specific on the bridge. But yeah, it's uh, that would freak me. I know it really. I was watching so many videos and my legs would be buckling. No way. Me too. (laughs) Me too. So scary. All right. So that is option one. I did it a little bit different than me. Now in Southeast Asia, we have another place we could go to. And that is Japan. Oh, I get to pick between these two? Yes, you get to pick between the two. Oh, okay. Yes, and your twists are at the end. Okay. All right, so here Japan only takes 12 hours, and it's nonstop, and you're first class. That's convenient. So first class, nonstop, 12 hours, you're good to go. And once you get there, you're staying at the Shangri-La Hotel in Tokyo, which is absolutely gorgeous. It's yes. known for its refined beauty and serenity. I mean, look at that bathtub. Mm-hmm. Whoa, okay. that is nice. Mm-hmm. You're staying at the presidential suite again, and you're even um, having views of the Imperial Palace, Tokyo Sky Tree Tower, or even Mount Fuji on clear weather days. Wow, mm-hmm. that's cool. A pe- impeccable award-winning experience and services. They'll guess will feel right at home when they're here at the Shangri-La Hotel in Tokyo. Stunning. And um, one of your little excursions you'll be doing here in Tokyo is having a um, sushi 
private sushi excursion with chef-led market tour and private sushi making classes. That is so cool. And if I went to Japan, I would definitely schedule something like that. Dude, I know, right? That would be so fun. So, so cool. Your guide takes you to one of the most famous fish markets there, which is the Tsukiji, I believe is how you say it. Could be wrong. I'm sorry, but it's the largest <laughs> fish market in the world or one of, I guess I should say. And it imports fish and seafood from 60 countries on six continents, including 85% of tuna consumed in Japan is comes from this fish market. Oh dang, that's a lot of tuna. I know, right? <laughs> so you'll be met with a um, Japanese sushi uh, chef as well when you're there and you'll be taken right into the area where you'll buy your ingredients and then go and privately cook your sushi with your private sushi chef. That's cool. Yes. What an experience that would be. Wouldn't that be so fun? Mm-hmm. I'd love to have that. After the market tour, like we said, we go and actually one thing that's cool is that this tour specifically goes and takes you to one of the nicest sushi restaurants and then books it out for you and you're there privately. So after you make your sushi, you get to enjoy your sushi in the restaurant as if you're dining there after you made it and it's private. Oh, wow. That's got to be expensive. Oh, no. Yes. Rent the whole place out just for you? Yes. Money isn't, money doesn't exist in this vacation life though, you know? Yeah, money doesn't exist in mine either. (laughs) So you really get to enjoy the fruits of your labor. All right. Next up, visiting the Nara Deer. So Nara is a city unlike any other. And there are many ancient temples, but one of the things that also makes it so special is that there are deer everywhere. So according to the Shinto religion, the deer and Nara are said to be messengers of the gods. And so they're very sacred animals and they're therefore allowed to roam freely in the city. And they just kind of walk around with humans and they're very used to humans. Um, there are around a thousand plus deer who live in the city and because they can roam, they aren't afraid of humans. And in fact, they've learned to bow for at humans in exchange for food. It's quite <laughs> impressive. Let me show you this it's little like part video. of their DNA now. Yeah. They, cause like it's a sign of respect oh, wow. to bow yeah. and then they to bow. get food. They're clearly doing it. That's know, funny. Right? So yeah, there's like another little video of just kind of shows you them walking. It's so funny. They literally just walk around like they're citizens of this <laughs> city. It's so funny. <laughs> so cool. Could you just imagine seeing all these deer hanging out around you? I love it. It reminds me of the ducks in Estes Park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yes, yeah, so it's a big uh, attraction there. People really love the deer. So you probably there. can buy treats and stuff. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. And I was reading like res- uh, reviews online. Some people were like, I don't know. The deer were kind of mean. Like they were trying to nip at us. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah, they're animals, yeah, yeah, bro. Exactly. What, the entertainment wasn't nice <laughs> enough for you? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Ready for your twists? Yes. So in Nepal... Um, the only thing that the hotel serves is rock salt, um, unfortunately. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that they serve for food. You must eat rock salt at all times. However, there are many forms, fried, raw, roasted, blended <laughs> in a smoothie, if you would like. Um, again, you'll be only having salt for food. That's funny. And sadly, all the bathrooms are broken, and the only way you can access one is by crossing the suspension bridge. And you're not allowed <laughs> oh to, like, pee outside at all, or you'll be kicked out immediately and put in jail. <laughs> Um, and then the last thing is someone does come to your hotel every three hours to redecorate your entire hotel suite. So every three hours, someone comes in and has to redecorate the entire thing. <laughs> Even at night? Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so those are your three twists for Nepal. For Nepal. And in Japan, 
Um, although your first class nonstop, the plane only plays one thing, which is six nine through the speaker and TVs. Oh no! <laughs> and there's no other electronics. You can't have any sort of like uh, phone or laptop or anything, and only six nine on repeat. Oh my god! So that's terrible. <laughs> the fact that you had Jason Mraz is mine is like so funny. I was like, what would be the most annoying thing to listen to? I almost put you six nine too. <laughs> I was thinking about it. That's really funny. Um, and then sadly the hotel, which your room is on the 37th floor has no elevator. And so you either have to walk up the stairs or you can be carried by an old man on his shoulders. That's also an option. He will carry you up three or 37 flights of stairs. Same one guy for yeah, the whole thing. That's like literally his job. Shit. Yeah. Um, and then the third one in Japan is all the deer have a bad habit of peeing on people who take pictures of them. So oh, if they like see a camera, they like come up to you and try and pee on you immediately. Okay. So each one of your trip things i can pick between the two exactly yeah okay so we did this a little differently yes which i think is like fine yeah i think it's still perfect so you'll choose from my three at the end and you pick from these two right now exactly yeah so what would you rather go on you know considering everything considering the twists are you down to eat rock salt the entire time are you okay with crossing a bridge to go potty in the middle of the night (laughs) i think i'd have to say japan japan yeah because the bridge is terrifying and the rock salt is just not going to work for me. So <laughs> you're going to do six, nine for like 12 yep, hours straight. I'm going to have to do six, nine for 12 <laughs> hours straight. At and least not, it's only 12 hours and not like 56. That's true. It's a pretty quick flight. Would you rather walk up the stairs or have the man carry you? I guess I, that'd probably just be embarrassing to be like, hi, can you carry that's me? Like, <laughs> no, I would probably walk and I'd just be exhausted. <laughs> And the deer would pee on you and life would go on. Yeah, exactly. I would rinse it off. You heard it first. She's going to Japan. Hell yeah. Okay. What's my next option? Next option is... Okay, so your next option is Iceland. Yes. I've always wanted to go to Iceland. Dude, same. Pretty cool. It was really fun to learn about this. It looks beautiful. It is very beautiful. It's called the Land of Fire and Ice. Ooh. So Iceland is a tiny island nation that is located in the North Atlantic parallel to Greenland Mm -hmm. and between North America and Europe. This island was formed by volcanic forces that are still active today. Some of the volcanoes are still active. So, yeah, that's why it's called the land of fire and ice. So you will fly in on JetBlue. Oh, yeah. And the travel will take a little bit longer. You'll be flying into, I really hope I say this right, but Reykjavik. 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 I don't know. I think it might be Reykjavik. I think it is Reykjavik. All of the the pronunciations for this one are going to be fucked. Sorry. I really did try to look them up, but some of them, it seemed like even people there could barely say them. (laughs) Like I was watching YouTube videos of people in Iceland trying to say certain things and they could barely say it. (laughs) I'm serious. Like there's some volcano names and stuff. Just wait till we get into it. Oh God. Okay. Um, Okay. So you will be flying in on JetBlue, like I said, Mm -hmm. to Leifer Erickson Airport Terminal, which is ranked the second best in the world, according to USA Today. Oh shit. I I love bougie airports. I don't know how bougie it really is though. Like USA Today is the only one who's ever said that. It was a long time ago. So, (laughs) Um, but they do have some cool, like bougie looking wood floors and everything in Iceland I've noticed is very like modern, Mm -hmm. almost like that Ikea look, like just clean modern. The hotels are very... It's like high class, mm-hmm. you know, very new age. Hell yeah. Um, so one cool thing about Iceland is many people go there just for a day or two as a stop. I don't know if you knew that, but mm. if you're traveling anywhere in Europe and you have a layover in Iceland, you can actually extend it for up to seven days for free. You can just go and stay there. Some people go there for one day as just a stop. Some people literally leave their shit at the airport and do like a 
layover yeah. that's like a couple hours and they go to the blue lagoon and like get a quick dip and then they come back. And apparently at the airport, there's people everywhere that are willing to just like take you during your layover. And like, what? it's That's really so close cool. by. Yeah. So for a lot of people, Iceland's oh. just a quick trip. Okay. But I made this like a full seven day trip. So you can really get the experience okay. that most people just kind of go to Reykjavik. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, one stop in Boston, okay. you arrive in the airport and you will first be going to the Frost and Fire Boutique Hotel. Mm. Now, this one isn't really like super well known, but I thought it was just gorgeous. At Like this oh is just such God. a dream. It's really, really small and it backs right up to this river. Wow, that's beautiful. The description says comfort and design come together at the Frost and Fire Boutique Hotel where every room has been thoughtfully appointed with an eye for Nordic design. Ooh. The ability to fully enjoy the majestic views. You will have the ability to fully enjoy the majestic views over the Varma River and surrounding hot springs. So there's a lot of hot springs to go to. This is a really relaxing like I was spa type say, of trip. God, this looks incredibly relaxing. I know. Look how gorgeous that shot is. Holy I was like, shit. Imagine like eating dinner right there. Just looking at that. That is good. I know. Really, really pretty. Um, and all rooms have a private entrance so that guests can enjoy the outdoor spa facilities whenever they would like to. Oh, very nice. Go Love take that. a quick dip. Hell that yeah. seems how all the hotels are there, actually. So you'll stay there for a few days and, you know, just chill. Okay. You're going to get massages. You're going to just relax. And then you're going to go do the same thing over at the retreat hotel at the Blue Lagoon. Mm. Now, Blue Lagoon's really what Iceland is known for. That's what people go there for. It's like that milky mm-hmm. water. Like you see people's, you know, Instagram pictures. Yes. It's really pretty. And honestly, since it's really been popular on social media, they've seen a huge travel boom. I'm sure they Iceland. have. Yeah. I think that's such, yeah. No, the Blue Lagoon is like everywhere. On, mm-hmm. uh, on social media. It's beautiful. It's stunning. It's I unlike know. anything else. It's like so unique. And warm. Yeah, it looks it so, so nice. So warm and cozy. So like a good. giant milk bath. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I know. And it, it is that like milky. Yeah, exactly. It's from the minerals. I'll mm. explain. So here is what this hotel is like. Now, this is such a cool hotel. It's built right onto the cliffs there Damn. and the volcano. And <gasps> it's just really nice inside. Wow, it's beautiful. Holy mm-hmm. shit, a yoga room. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. This place is all about luxury. They have terraces to see the radiant geothermal water. So that's what they're called geothermal. Um, And the the balconies provide an unforgettable perspective on the volcanic horizon. And each suite is the foundation of a transformative experience. (laughs) Dude, this looks so relaxing. Oh my God. So these are all rooms. You can just come out at any point and all the rooms have access to the Blue Lagoon somewhere. So no matter where you're staying in the hotel, you just walk out and you have access (gasps) to it. And that way you're not all like huddled together because the actual public area for the Blue Lagoon that you pay for is normally pretty crowded because everyone wants to go there. But this hotel is just special access. Ooh, that's fancy. Yes. So just a little information on the healing waters of the Blue Lagoon. So Iceland has an abundant geothermal energy, which the nation uses to power pretty much everything, which is really cool. They're very sustainable. The Blue Lagoon is actually the result of two features of volcanic formation and the use of geothermal pow- power coming together. Sorry, I'm a terrible reader if you can't tell. Um, but the lagoon is actually man-made, which I thought was oh, really, really interesting. Yeah, I did not know that. It has a retaining pond for the wastewater and then they clean it all through. It goes through turbines and then it can be reused oh, okay. and released into the lagoon. Wow. And the water in the lagoon has medicinal properties for people su- suffering with skin diseases. 
such as psoriasis, which I heard Kim Kardashian talking about this one time. Yeah. Interesting. So if you're rich and you can just fly off to Iceland just for your skin, like every few months. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys. I can't today. I'm going to Iceland. I need to do my like monthly Soak. Iceland dip. <laughs> um, the water is rich in minerals like silica, silica and sulfur. Ooh. And that's what gives it that um, kind of milky look. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So people have been flocking there since it really got popular in the eighties actually. Oh, okay. Good mm-hmm. to know. That's so pretty. I would love to sit my ass in the lagoon. Let me just finish God, this. That's beautiful. Isn't that gorgeous? I feel like this would be a pretty cool spot to go on a honeymoon. Yeah, that's for sure. Like a retreat spot like this. And Iceland is filled with these like boutique spa type of retreat hotels yeah, that, that are all based looks- on wellness and healing and yoga. Look how gorgeous this is. You can walk through. God. There's so many places to enjoy the lagoon from this hotel. That's it amazing. really looked like the best option. That is stunning. Isn't it? Wow. I love that. It, lo- it looks like out of this world. It does. It really is amazing. <laughs> so pretty. Um, so then you get to go to their famous concert hall. Ooh. It's one of the big attractions architecturally Hell in yeah. Iceland. Um, so this is called the Harpa. Cool. And you will get to see your favorite artist there, Janelle. Can you guess who it is? Is it the Grateful Dead? No, it's uh, not. It's unfortunately it it's Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. <laughs> Ta- yeah. Janelle just loves Taylor Swift. She is a huge Swifty, so she will be so excited to enjoy a full oh concert. God, of that's Taylor a lie, Swift by music. the way. If you can't see or hear the sarcasm in her voice. <laughs> she so I thought my- you'd enjoy that. I thought wow. you'd get to enjoy Taylor. Thank you for that. Yeah, That's this is sweet. a pretty cool concert hall, too. It'd be a pretty cool place to see a show. Why is she there? Uh, I just figured she, maybe she would go there. <laughs> All right. Front row seats, backstage passes. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know if she actually ever tours in Iceland, but it looks like a cool concert hall, huh? That's stunning. Inside? I would love to see that, like an actual show there. It looks beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay. And then there's also this famous Whoa. church, this cathedral, I should say. This is the tallest building in Iceland. You can see it from pretty much everywhere in Reykjavik. That's Reykjavik. I'm that sorry, is so it's really beautiful. bad. I'm butchering that. Reykjavik, I think. Um, but yeah, it looks God, that's really beautiful. pretty. So I thought that would be a kind of a cool experience. Yeah. When it comes to Iceland, it's like I said, it's a lot of like relaxing, chilled. There's not that many like excursions sure. or like wild activities, but there is. The Phallological Museum. Ooh, Phallological. Okay. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, but this is a penis museum. Hell yeah. Yep. So you will be going to the penis museum. Oh my God, I have to tell you, I almost sent you to do a penis museum in Nepal. Stop. Not even kidding you. I literally <laughs> was about to plan pen- penis museum day in Nepal. That's so funny. <laughs> it's really, it was like a dildo museum or something like that. It was really funny. It's probably a phallological museum. Yeah, it was awesome. Okay, wait. Apparently this is see. a type of science that's been like forgotten. And I think so. They're really serious about it here. This is not a joke. This is not like come to our funny no, dick yeah. museum. It's I think, like I think really Ireland serious. or somewhere somewhere else has it too. It says it's an ancient science, which until recently has had very little attention in Iceland. Mm. But now thanks to their museum, it's finally possible for individuals to undertake the serious study in the field of phallology. Wow, this is impressive. Isn't it? They've got some big weens up in here. Yeah. Look at that. I know. There's some thick boys up in there. There's some on the wall. Oh my God. That would be so fun to Wouldn't go to. Wouldn't that be to. so entertaining? It would be hilarious. Look at this one. I couldn't get over this one on the fucking wall. Oh my God. The one on the wall. It's a little guy. <laughs> Hell yeah. He's nasty looking too. <laughs> he looks like he needs a back. Sick. <laughs> sick. <laughs> oh my God. That's awesome. <sighs> wow. So they have more than 215 penises and penile parts belonging to 
almost all the land and sea mammals that can be found in Iceland. Wow. That is honestly kind of cool that they have dedicated a whole museum for mm-hmm. wieners. And they even have a little dildo, mm-hmm. you know, gift shop mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get your gift. Hell That's yeah. Nice. That's yeah. cool. Isn't that pretty cool? I, I thought we would have a good time with that. That's awesome. I would definitely hit that up. So after you go there, just down the street, actually, just a walk away is this really cool restaurant that's Ooh. very famous in Iceland. It looks like the most popular restaurant in there. That's I could be beautiful. wrong, but from my research, uh, this is really hard to say. It's like grill market toward something, grill, <laughs> grill, but it means grill market. Okay? okay. Okay. I translated it for myself because I was like, there's no way you're going to be able to say that, girl. <laughs> girl, girl, save yourself. Ooh, that looks delicious. So, Fancy food. Again, this is only three minutes away from the Penis Museum, which is nice. So you can, you know, chill out. And they've got all these really cool drinks. Look at this, like, appetizer mm, yeah. tray here. That's amazing. But it's got, like, fruits yeah. on there, star it's fruits. very exotic. Uh, yeah, they have all types of stuff. And cool. it has a, and everything's served on these stones. Yeah, that's really cool. I bet they heat the stones up, too. Yeah, I bet they do. Okay, and then you get to go to this volcano, which Yay. I am not going to be able to say, but I am pretty sure it's pronounced three... Nagagigu. Three Nagagigu. Three Nagagigu. <laughs> Volcano experience. Three Nagagigu. I don't know. I don't know. Something close to that. Um, but it is the only volcano on earth where it is possible to enter the magma chamber. And so you will get no to go way. on an experience where you get to go into the volcano. Wait, and God. what's cool about this is the it's almost like a psychedelic trip when you're in there because it's so colorful and so there's so many different shapes just because of all the, you know, the heat yeah. and everything that's going on under there. It sounds really scientific. All the science that's going <laughs> yeah. on. And so it like trips you out. Yeah. It, look how cool yeah. this is. Some people say it's a, like a trippy experience. No, even this video is like, yeah, because it's, it's, it's almost like hard to really focus mm-hmm. on. It's yeah. crazy looking. There's wild colors. Wow. Um, so what's cool about it is, well, yeah, what's really the best part is that it hasn't erupted in 4,000 years. So there's a good chance it will never that's erupt again, or at least not anytime soon. So that's why you're allowed to go in. Okay. And the magma chamber is big enough that it could comfortably fit the Statue of Liberty inside, dude. That's what? how big this thing is. Yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it, the, in the journey, in this excursion, you'll get to go down 120 meters, which is 393 feet. Cool. Isn't wow. that cool? That would be a really cool experience. That's awesome. That's so cool. Oh, this is a really great trip. Oh, now another- the last thing for the trip. Okay. The last stop will be to see the incredible Northern Lights in Iceland. Oh, yes. And you will get to do that from the Ion Adventure Hotel. This place looks really, really cool. So this is their little like promo reel okay. from their website. But let me read you about this place. So it's less than an hour from the hustle and bustle of Reykjavik. Reyk- <laughs> I'm just giving up. I'm giving up on that. Um, but it's set aside in a backdrop of majestic mountains and lava fields. And you, if you stay there, you'll have an unforgettable experience, whether you are seeking a quiet and soulful soak beneath the northern lights. Look at that. Ooh. Look at that. You can soak underneath these. Oh, what in a, a natural magical experience that would be. Holy right? shit. Incredible. Um, so cool. But they also offer a bunch of activities such as fly fishing. Um, and even they have whitewater rafting, which I know you're Ooh. afraid of. So yes. you wouldn't do that. But I would probably do that. That looks really fun. Wow. This is a beautiful hotel. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. That is so cool. Ice climbing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Ice climbing. Oh, there's a geyser, oh, oh, which cool. is cool. And you can go snorkeling. That's cool. Isn't that? 
I or I guess that's could... scuba diving. I'm not sure if you could snorkel. I'm sure you could. Yeah, whatever. You can go look if there's at water underwater, and a mask, cool. then you're snorkeling, yeah. right? So yeah, you could. Oh yeah, there's the white water rafting. No thanks. Yeah, so you wouldn't want to do that. But oh. cool hotel. So this would be a real fun way to end it off. Get to see the northern lights, which are visible as a result of solar particles entering the Earth's magnetic field mm-hmm. and ionizing high in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So it's different all the time, obviously. Uh, but when they do come out, you can see... Dancing lights high around the sky, which vary in color. The lights appear green, occasionally purple, red, pink, orange, and blue. Depends on the elements being ionized. Okay, so are you ready for your twists? Yes. Sorry, that was kind of long. I had a lot of fun with with, um, Iceland. Taylor Swift wasn't in a twist. No, that's just part of the... Oh, we just... Oh, okay. Love that. Okay. Yeah, just like the bridge was for me. Yeah, that's true. That was part of the trip. That's true. You probably wouldn't want that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, here you go. So your first trip is you are not allowed to bring any winter gear, not even a sweater, Oh, fuck. Well, I might <laughs> die out there in Iceland then. You're going to have to like stay inside, stay warm. Okay. At least they have heating in the hotel. Okay. Uh, you also have to be on a liquid-only diet the whole trip. Wait, you brought me to Grill Market? Yeah. And now I have liquid-only. Don't worry. They, 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 they've they got soups and shit there. So you, can <laughs> that. you have to be on like a liquid diet because your teeth hurt. <laughs> um, and you also forgot your swimsuit, and there's none for sale in Iceland, so you have to improvise or skinny dip. So you have to wear like a Bras. towel wrapped around you or a, or a, like some bra and underwear. There's none for sale. None for sale. Or skinny dip. All right. You know what? That'd right. be worse. All At least right. I can swim. I might have to remind you of all the trips and their twists at the end because yeah, you're going to yeah. like forget everything. No, this is good. Okay. All right. Good all right. to know. That's, that's, uh, oh, I don't know. That might be coming up before Egypt. That's pretty dope. That's pretty cool. All right, Kendall. So here is your next vacation spot. Ooh. We're going cruising, girl. Hell yeah. We're cruising. going cruising. And you're going to be, um, both of these cruises, there's two different kinds we'll go through. That, but both of them take place on the Royal Caribbean, which is just a stunning boat. We're actually um, flying, flying, we're cruising on one of their biggest ships that they have. Oh, nice. And it is absolutely amazing. There's so much to do on the Odyssey wow. of the Seas. It's huge. There's pools everywhere. There's rides. There's like Holy a shit. trampoline park, indoor skydiving. Oh my God. Like this place is lit. Okay. These cruise ships are out of control. I know, seriously. Like an indoor skydiving. <laughs> so many. And then of course, you know, you have your typical <gasps> um, entertainment shows pools food and you know the best part is the stops that you'll be going on so we'll get into that a second but i see santorini you did but sorry that's not part of it that's just their that's just their promo you could go there maybe one day (laughs) but you are going on a european cruise that is the first option okay that is so cool so discover uncharted adventures on board the new odyssey of the sea like we said sailing from rome and uh fort lauderdale is usually where it goes um, but this time you're going on a European cruise starting at Southampton, England. Um, and actually, before you hop on your cruise, you get to spend the day at Stonehenge and really take a look oh, cool. and see for yourself. When I was there, it was pouring rain and we weren't able to yeah, go. We had a trip sucks. to go see that. that. Yeah. That's so sad. It was like horrible, torrential downpour. Oh, horrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is actually not too far from where you'll be uh, departing. So you get to spend the day before you hop on your ship at Stonehenge and really see for yourself if aliens built it or what the hell built it. We don't know. <laughs> of course, there's also tons of other um, beautiful monuments and buildings to look at as well that you'll get to enjoy. But that's before you hop on your ship. And then once you're on your ship, you're going to first stop at Brussels and uh, visit the Royal Greenhouse of Laken. So this greenhouse is an indoor greenhouse. It's heated 
And it's actually only open two or three weeks out of the year because it's like, that's when the peak like blooms are, I guess you could say two to three weeks. Yeah. Did you say, yeah. Oh wow. I'm so, sure it's really hard to get in. <laughs> yeah. So lucky for you, your cruise was timed perfectly and you get to stop at this greenhouse, wow. which is so stunning. It's complete with like 30 pavilions connected to each other. So there's like lots of different little rooms. It's absolutely extravagant. And it was actually built a long time ago between 1884 and 1886. So it's old as well. Um, it's kind of like a historic monument within itself. But the the plants are amazing. There's tons of exotic plants. And, um, you know, of course, it's good for your soul too because all of that mm-hmm. clean o- oxygen coming out. Yeah, good for your body and your soul. Mm-hmm, exactly. So your next stop is Amsterdam. Yes. We're hitting up Amsterdam. And of course, there's tons to do in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. But we all know that I think one of our you know main interests uh, would be to visit a coffee shop, we'll call it, <laughs> um, where you can, you know, live your life and have your have your rights not taken from you <laughs> it's actually legal there the cannabis um, infused into your coffee i think there's all i don't know if it's like infused or there's like here's like a menu if you're listening there's a menu uh, that has like different types of flour and hash and all this stuff so i think it's more like get your coffee get your little smoke mm. sit down do some work read a book but they're all over the place i'm pretty sure um that's so cool i know it just looks so cool and i didn't know how casual they were when i was looking at it like it, it literally just looks like another mm-hmm. coffee shop that just happens to sell cannabis no big deal there at all right also though during this you'll be getting a private tour of their grow houses and then a private tour of like the back end of these coffee shops to really see cool how it works so that is cruise number one on your little european tour here um cruise number two we're getting a little exotic and we're going on the french polynesia oh wow so first stop on your French Polynesian cruise, you'll be heading up Tahiti. And this place looks unreal, Uh, full of relaxation. You'll also be on your own private island for the day. Um, Full team of chefs, butlers, bartenders, masseuse, you know, the whole nine yards on your own private island. The towels are scented with jasmine. What am I, Kim Kardashian now? Damn. Yes, the towels are scented in jasmine and all the fresh drinking water is infused with lavender and fresh lemons. Okay, Tahiti on your island. That sounds so nice. Infused towels. Yeah. Infused jasmine towels. I think towels. I have seen spas do that with like lavender and really? stuff before, but jasmine, oh. I had lavender like at first and I was like, she would like a nice jasmine towel more. Oh, you came up with that? Oh, I thought. Oh, no, that. I made that up. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, you Very know, I'm creative. just going to make up my own. But I've, I've seen that too. So there we go. That is your first stop, Tahiti. That's amazing. Yes. So your next stop is actually a private yacht stop in Bora Bora you'll be hitting up. And it is absolutely beautiful. This entire day will be spent on your own private yacht with your own staff. And it even includes brunch and a gourmet chef cooking you uh, dinner as well. And you'll also be swimming with sea turtles and stingrays out in the middle of nowhere. That sounds amazing. So that it's kind of like a cruise inside of itself. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yacht day. Yacht day. Uh, Next, we have a day at sea. This is where you're really going to be able to... um, you know, enjoy what the ship has to offer. I was going to say, you need some time just for that boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of them you'll be doing is called the flow rider. And it's basically a machine that lets, it's like a simulation of surfing, I believe. Oh, and, they have that at Waterworld, right? Yeah. It's, it's so it watch looks people just so eat hard shit on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would die immediately. 30,000 gallons of rushing water <laughs> headed towards you. 
And, um, yeah, it's, it's a 40 foot long surf simulator. So you'll be enjoying that as well as the solarium, which is a adults only indoor and outdoor retreat area of the, um, cruise ship. It is beautiful. There's plants everywhere, private pools, little warm sunshine spots. And the cool thing is, is it's kind of covered like halfway so that it really heats up inside of itself and gets very warm and relaxing oh wow with adults only because you know there's hella kids mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and then some spots like that on the boat of course the ship also provides indoor skydiving which is so cool i've never tried indoor skydiving skydiving i would do that but um looks fun. I, I think it looks really fun and, and nice the cool and safe. thing about yeah that's what i'm saying like you couldn't die <laughs> no parachute malfunction there but yes um you'll be skydiving while you know having the view of the ocean on your at sea day So that's kind of your um, two cruise options. Let's get into the twists. So your European cruise, um, everyone who works on the ship has fish heads for feet. (laughs) So it may smell bad, but what can we do? Um, Also, the greenhouse requires a constant micro release of neem oil through the vents to prevent disease on the plants. (laughs) (laughs) If you've never smelled neem oil, it is so bad. It's It's like like the most baby diarrhea. It's disgusting. It's literally horrid. It's so bad. But unfortunately, the greenhouse needs constant neem oil to make sure that the plants don't die from pests. Oh, it works. Um, and then when visiting the coffee shops in Amsterdam, you must light all of your products by starting your own fire via sticks because there are no lighters there. So if you want to light up, you have to rub your sticks together for a long time until you get a spark. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Well, hopefully Josh will remember his Cub Scout skills. That, Cub I never Scout learned that. Skills. Um, here's your twist for French Polynesian. Um, so this cruise ship this time has twice as many kids as there are, are adults. Ew. And they are all um, violently seasick. <laughs> Oh no, that's a nightmare. <laughs> I know, it's really sad for you. Um, and then also, you know, you must paddleboard from the cruise ship to the private island in Tahiti. So don't let your phone or camera drop in the water on accident. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's inconvenient. <laughs> and then your private yacht actually constantly plays a horrible version of Golden Hour, sung by Miranda Sings. <laughs> that's kind of awesome though. Yeah? Okay. Hmm. Constant. I think I'd have to say the European tour. The European cruise, or no, maybe French Polynesia because the neem neem oil is pretty bad. <laughs> the neem but oil. it's like a quick thing. Mm-hmm. You could. Like, I think I'd say European cruise because I want to be able to go to Amsterdam. All right, there you go. And you just have to make sure your fire skills are good. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's True not that. too bad. Those there are pretty go. good. All right, there love you it. Hear it. You heard it here first. We're going to Europe. Ugh, I wish. Oh, same. All right, I'm ready for my next cruise. I mean, my next vacation. Okay, so in this one, we are going to be going to Italy. Yes. So this trip was really hard to plan because there's so many places to go within Italy and I really had to narrow it down. Um, there's obviously like the most famous places to go. You think, you know, Florence, Venice, Rome, mm. um, Naples maybe, but I wanted to go to some places that were a little smaller, less well-known because yeah, for I thought sure. that would be more interesting to you guys. So I actually asked people on Twitter which cities I should go to, oh. and these were the top results. Okay, let's see. So the first place that you will be going is Milan. It's a 15-hour flight from Denver to Milan. Um, most people fly into Milan. It's the biggest airport there. This is also known as the fashion capital of the world, so perfect place for Janelle to be. <laughs> <laughs> she yep. is the queen of fashion. Oh, friends. yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, it's a really pretty place. They have a lot of good food, and it's, like, the most convenient place to fly into. So you'll just be there for one night. But okay. then your first real stop will be in Venice. Yay! Okay, so this is probably the most famous place that you'll be going. 
this just seems like somewhere you got to go, you know, <sighs> it's to really cool. I was a kid. And unfortunately the, you know, we're not sure with climate change, how long Venice <gasps> will really be around at least the canals. Uh, so it's something you got to kind of see soon. So I figured it was worth the stop. Yeah. True that. Might as well get that out of the way. Cause I've definitely wanted to see that. And yeah, I've heard that it's getting mm-hmm. worse and worse as climate change does. Yeah. So it was known as the greatest seaport in the late medieval times. And also Venice is known to be unique environmentally, architecturally, and historically. Mm-hmm. So it's quite the cool place to go. So you obviously get to do one of those little boat rides. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So this is what it looks like all throughout Venice. I forgot this was a video. Sorry. That's so cool. Yeah. It's, it's really looks like a cool experience. It's such a unique city. It really is. Plus how the architecture all looks kind of oh, red on the top. Yes. This looks really beautiful. And I've heard right now it's more beautiful than ever because the, since everything's locked down because of Corona, which I'm not sure how locked down Italy still is. Mm-hmm. They may have got it under control pretty quick, like some other countries, but mm-hmm. um, for a while there, they like really cleared up and the water was looking bluer than ever. That's crazy. I know. Then you get to stay at the Amman Venice, mm. which is very bougie and fancy. Okay. This place is like very not us. <laughs> very not us. Whoa. This is a very elegant. Damn, like royalty. Yeah, yeah. Royalty. Like the rooms are like gold. And, wow. Mm-hmm. Will I be shitting on a good toilet? Possibly. Oh, now I don't I, see the toilets. I'm but fancy. Look and at now that I room. have an accent. Look this at that room. Amazing. Ooh. <laughs> And there's also a spa, so you get massages while you're there. You can relax. Ooh. And what's cool is this hotel is right next to what's called a Vaporetto. I hope I'm saying that right. But they're like little kind of like taxi boats that you use to get around. So your taxi is like right pulls up to your hotel, which is really convenient. Um, They have terrace dining. They have two different restaurants. There's also a bar, there's a gym, a hot tub, a spa, as well as a grand ballroom. Oh, yeah. Find lounge with a piano and a garden. Incredible. So, yeah, so that'll be quite the bougie stop. And then you'll get to go to this place called Lazuka. Ooh. Um, this is a vegetarian place for the most part, so I thought you would really like cool. it because it's just a lot of interesting combinations. So I picked a little meal out for you. Oh, yum. Um, so... <laughs> How do you, is it tagliatelle? Yeah, I think it's tagliatelle. I think so. Tagliatelle with artichokes and peppercorno cheese. Ooh. That's your entree. Yum. You'll then have the the choice between pumpkin flan or asparagus flan with what? Parmesan. With Parmesan fondue, it says? Yeah, with fond, Parmesan fondue. Wow, that is fancy. I know. Maybe that could even be an appetizer. I don't know. <laughs> I put it as the dessert option, but... Yeah, this place was looked kind of cool. It looks like savory flan. Got flaunts. really good reviews. Probably the highest rated review. Ooh, I, I want to go to Lent. Yes, it looks. They had actually. So what's interesting is Zuka. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it means pumpkin from what I was able to figure out. Oh, so they have a ton of okay. pumpkin dishes. They had like a pumpkin soup and a pumpkin pasta. Ooh, that sounds so bomb. There's plenty of things. I just picked out a few things. Um, so the next place that you'll go, uh, one of my friends went to Italy and one of the places that she raved to me about was Monte, Monte Punciano, Monte Punciano. Oh yeah. I hope I'm saying that right. But this place is really known for wine and it is just beautiful. That looks stunning. Really, really pretty. So I picked an Airbnb here actually. Cool. Oh, where is it? Oh, I don't have video of it. So (gasps) it's just, and this is kind of halfway down the boot. So Venice is like up here. Uh huh. And then so you'd move halfway down. Okay. So this is really close to Florence. This is like considered wine country. That's Tuscany. Okay. Gotcha. Really, really beautiful. So while you're there, of course, you'll have to do a wine tour. So dope. So here's course. a little someone's vlog. Hell of yeah. Their wine tour. 
Ooh, that looks wonderful. You'll get to see rows and rows of oak barrels filled with aging wine and learn about how it's made. Taste three local wines alongside peppercorn oat cheese. That seems to be a big thing in Italy. Uh, Tuscan salami and bruschetta. Ooh. That sounds so good. Yeah. It's a small group thing, so it has an intimate atmosphere. And yeah, you get to go in the cellar and everything. It just you get to get drunk. It's really fun. Oh, I would love that. Are Look you at kidding all the cheese. to eat cheeses and wines and get drunk and yeah, they had hella in cheese Italy? in this video. Mm. I was like really into oh it. My Look God. at all those cheese options. Wow, the cheese options are really incredible. Mm-hmm. You can't have wine without the cheese. Oh my God, that looks so good. Crap, really, now I want a really cheese good. board. I know, right? <laughs> so oh, maybe one of our episodes we should have a cheese board. Hell yeah, we just have a cheese board. Holidays are coming up soon. Any excuse. <laughs> Seriously, mm, that <laughs> looks bomb. All right, that sounds wonderful to me. Mm. I would love to visit. And it looks very beautiful. So the last stop is further down the boot, almost to Naples, or I think it's pretty much in Naples. Okay. So I guess this is considered the Amalfi Coast. Amalfi. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is really beautiful. This is called Sorrento. This wow. is a small coastal town that was suggested by a lot of subscribers. This is a very bougie town, though. It's expensive to stay here for sure. Like celebrities stay there, including uh, Marilyn Monroe loved this spot. Oh, well, if Marilyn Monroe's there, then I need to be there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so they have cliffs all over. They have busy marinas. Dude, and, that's so cool. Uh, little cafes all over the place. Isn't it beautiful? Stunning. Italy just looks like an I unbelievably know. beautiful place. And there's so many places. That's the thing is I couldn't like, it was so hard to narrow down the places because there's so many beautiful gem little towns mm-hmm. and they're all beautiful. They all have the food. They all, mm. you know, God, the food. I know. I know. The food. Yeah. There, there are so many so places delicious. that I would want to go there. It's so beautiful. Um, so yeah, this is in Southwestern Italy. It faces the Bay of Naples and the Sorrentine Peninsula. And yeah, really, really pretty. Awesome. So then you will get to stay at this hotel, which Marilyn Monroe stayed at this hotel. A bunch of celebrities have stayed there. Cool. Uh, this is also a really fancy hotel. It's got high cliffs. Oh, uh, yeah. It's on the high cliff, I should say, with views of the Gulf of Naples and Mount Vesuvius. Not only do you get to enjoy this hotel, but I thought I would throw in one quick spot. A lot of people, when they stay here, they go to a really popular place called Capri. Oh, yes. The island of Capri. Yes, I have definitely heard of Capri. Yeah, this is really, really pretty. So I thought you could finish off your trip checking out Mm, the island of Capri. There's the Blue Grotto there. It's been bewitching visitors since the time of the Roman emperor, Emperor Tiberius, Mm. who loved it so much that he commissioned the statues and decorated the area. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Wow. That is just stunning. It's so cool. It looks like the buildings like growing out of the fucking rock. I know. Isn't that cool? It's like built right into Mm -hmm. the cliffs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's all these places you can jump in and the water just looks gorgeous. Plus all the buildings are kind of this white. Mm. You look back from Capri. So yeah, that was more of a, it was really about the places with Italy. Cause there's just so much to see. Oh my gosh. Beautiful. I know. So it'll be a lot of eating and touring and stuff oh, like that. I love that so much. However, there's, there's of course, yes, my twists. twists. Let's get to them. We know they're here. So the first twist is you will be on a low carb diet, unfortunately, which oh, kind of messes up your meal. Italy? Fuck. That entree I just realized has pasta in it. So that was stupid. <laughs> Damn yeah, it. You're on a low carb diet. So that's, that's, you know, not just pastas and breads. It's also sugar. So like coffee and all that, you can't have any That's of it. That's so rude. Yeah, under 20 carbs of 
uh, a day. What the? How, what are you twenty grams of carbs? What, uh, Italy's you go I there know. to eat carbs. I know that's what makes this a twist. And cheese? No, cheese. that was Josh who came up with that. By the way, cheese doesn't have carbs. I could eat a lot of cheese, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell, yeah, cheese, cheese on a low carb diet. That's all I use. You just have like cheese and sauce. And, like, <laughs> I just want a pizza without the crust. <laughs> Wait, can I have wine? Uh, some wines. Okay. Low carb. Well, that's trash. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm ready. Also, someone will be following you around the whole trip, singing Dean Martin's "That's Amore." <laughs> Every day from 8 to 8 p.m. That's some <laughs> And unfortunately, the Venice Canal is temporarily brown because they have some weird bacteria oh, that's shit. growing. So it made it like poop brown. Oh, no. So your pictures won't turn out to good. That's so sad. I'll have to Photoshop. So now you have to pick between my three tw- my three twips. My three twips. Okay. Um, my three twips. Ooh, I think... Do you want me to read you off the twists again? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so just a reminder, in Egypt, you will not have any English-speaking guides or members, staff members. You will also have to wear weights on your ankles and wrists throughout all walking tours. And during your tours, you'll be forced to listen to Jason Merez. I'm yours. (laughs) (laughs) And then in Italy, you're on the low-carb diet, so we'll be following you around singing That's Amore. And the Venice Canal is brown. Sad. And then for Iceland, you are not allowed to bring any winter gear, not even a sweater. Right. You have to be on a liquid diet. Right. And you forgot your swimsuit. Right. And you can't buy one. You know what? I think I'm still going to go to Iceland. I was going to say, Iceland is looking pretty good, I'll right? figure it out. I don't need a swimsuit. I'll wear a sh- t-shirt and I know. some undies or I was something. Like, she doesn't care. Yeah, whatever. You'd go naked if it wasn't like illegal. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. That'd be kind of cool to like, go to a nude beach. I've always wanted to go somewhere where it's like totally nude nudes just everywhere walking around it'd be fun to be naked i just don't know if i'd want to see all the other naked people yeah it'd just be weird it, but it's like if everyone's there then it's like whatever right i guess so it's like, it'd yeah. be an experience that's for sure that would be really interesting <laughs> yeah that's definitely not too bad all right i'm going to iceland, going to iceland. first all right Hell i love yeah. it Book i love my it flight. that's Let's probably my go. favorite trip too yeah that's where you mm-hmm. would go probably those, those are, are good, it's though. so relaxing all the spa stuff like mm-hmm. it just looks so nice it looks amazing nice and so unique yeah unique Unique and affordable. Iceland tickets are cheap. Really? Yeah, I don't know about the resorts and stuff. I've heard getting there is pretty cheap. Getting there, yeah, it was pretty. I mean, cheap relatively. I don't want to say like, oh, to me it's so cheap. Right? No, no, no. It was less than I thought. Yeah, to book a flight there. I've heard you can get pretty good deals to Iceland. I mean, it's possible that all the prices are really low right now because of Corona, though. Yeah, sure. How that is normally? Don't know. Anyway, all right. Your last trips. Okay, so your last trip is out of this world. Oh, hell. You are going to space. Okay. And honestly, this trip wasn't planned by me. It was trip. I was uh, planned by Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) Really? Yeah. He planned it. What? Yeah. Matthew. Like on his website? (laughs) Yeah. He just, no, I I hired him personally to hire to plan my trip. (laughs) I said, real, where is this? I made it up. But we're going to space. Oh, but Matthew McConaughey but Matthew wrote, wrote it. But okay. yeah, he quote wrote it. I oh, like I employed him to write it because I was like, if anyone knows, it's him. Okay. So anyways, it's out of this world. <laughs> first stop is Mars. That's your first trip. I mean, because who wouldn't want to go to Mars? Fuck, Elon's almost <sighs> there. So let's yeah. just go to Mars. Ooh, looks warm. Fourth looks planet cozy. from the sun. The second smallest in our solar system. Mars is a great place to vacation. Did you know that Mars actually stands for mighty awesome relaxation spot? And it's true. Shut up. Yeah. Mighty awesome relaxation, relaxation spot. spot. I never knew that. Say, Isn't that amazing? That's great. Do you think you could get a tan there? Yeah. Probably a good tan. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Just stand there. I think the atmosphere is very thin, so I don't think you have much protection. Yeah. Probably fry. It's fine. <laughs> 
Um, and actually, you'll be staying in a five-star dome created by Matthew himself. Obviously, you know. Matthew himself. Yeah, Matthew created this. I don't know if okay. anyone's aware, but it's pretty cool. Okay. Um, the dome is created to replicate the feeling of being right at home. So you actually plug into the most advanced VR system yet. And you are instantly transformed to your bedroom right back at home. Sleep number mattress, blasting cold oh. AC with the windows open, and of course, Josh snoring by your side. Oh, that's the best. I know, right Love next it. to you. All the comforts of home. They even created a machine that mimics the exact amount of gravity that Earth has, so you don't have to worry about, you know, floating around and feeling <laughs> in, un, un, like not secured. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. Get a little old after a yeah, while. Yeah, I know. Honestly, sure it's fun for like a few hours, but then. You have to, I think astronauts straight have to like train how to deal with no gravity for a long time oh, they before do. they go up there. Well, not <laughs> There's a lot sure. of yeah, training. That's 100% true. Yeah. Which I can imagine like literally being in a place with less oh, gravity. It's I just know. so, such a tricky Like thought. little things like brushing your teeth. Exactly. Small, like blowing your nose. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything. It's yeah, even sleeping if you're floating. Mm -hmm. like, you have so to like weird. strap yourself Yeah, strap down. yourself in. But not with this. Not, not on Matthew's dome. He's There's fine. gravity yeah. immediately when you walk gravity. in the door. That's cool. It's great. Um, but one thing that's so cool is you actually get to go sandboarding. Oh. And this is um, a female who has done this in the past. This is Mars. I know it looks like Earth. It's not. It's Mars. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the gravity is different there. So don't worry. It's virtually impossible to have any control over what happens to you when you're on the board. It's a surprise where you're going to end up, honestly. So this really is a little <laughs> wow. risky here. But sandboarding is definitely something that people on Mars enjoy for sure. Damn, and you don't even have to wear any gear. That's amazing. No, no like gear. On, you know, skin, yeah. everything. She's wearing shorts. Yeah, it's completely She's fine. getting that tan. Yeah, well, one of the things that, that's cool is that um, on your way there, you are kind of like acclimated to their environment, so you don't need a spacesuit. Oh, okay. Wow. It's really nice. Damn, Matthew thought of everything. Yeah, Matthew's so genius. I don't know why people aren't like talking yeah, about his vacation. Elon Musk. It's all about anymore. McConaughey. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey knows what's um, also something that's really cool is that you get to go visit alien sandcastles. I don't know if you knew this, but aliens are 100% a thing on Mars. Like the mm, media mm -hmm. seems to not talk about it, but it's definitely confirmed. There are real space aliens there on Mars and they make sandcastles that look like trillion year old castles, you know, in, on earth really. That's incredible. Um, and they live yeah. inside of them. And yeah. all this time we've been wasting our time wondering if they're inside Mars. They're right on top they're, in castles. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Wow. You know, they're dra they're obsessed with med medieval times from Earth. That's like their whole vibe. Um, so all of their stuff is themed after castles from oh, it's here. It's themed from Earth. It's yeah. Earth themed. Yeah. Yep. That's great. Tourists are able to go on private tours of the castles. And they also get to, you know, have a meet and greet with the aliens um, at the end of the tour. That's lit. So that's pretty cool. How am I going to turn down this trip? That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> pretty fucking cool. That's true. Well, that is Mars for you. Okay. So you either have a trip um, to Mars or Pluto. Okay. Mm. Pluto is 3.2 billion miles away. So you wonder how you might get there in time. Yeah. It's quite simple. You know, NASA spawned, uh, uh, hooked up with McConaughey and created its own black hole. Actually, now we're able to travel through oh. it and get to Pluto in just 12 hours. It's like a real interstellar experience. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. the movie brought to life. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. So you'll be How hitting... much do you have to pay for the entrance to the black hole? Oh, um, $3.2 billion for every mile, oh, for every okay. billion mile, by, uh, excuse me, for every mile you pay a dollar. So 3.2 billion. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. fair enough. 3.2 yeah. billion. I've got that. Yeah. You can, <laughs> it's fine. But once you're in Pluto, you're going to be staying in the luxury igloos here. Okay. Oh. Nice. It's incredible. Igloos. So the uh, PVE called the Pluto Vacation Experience recently built a set of uh, luxe igloos for your comfort. The trees and snow are all just a giant hologram to make you feel at home 
and cozy while you're in your igloo. So, you know, this may look like Earth. It is absolutely not, though. It is definitely in Pluto. And this is all holograms. <laughs> in Pluto? <laughs> you're definitely on Pluto, and they're just holograms. Shit, that's got to be cold. Yeah. It probably is pretty cold, honestly. Not much colder than Iceland, though, right? Right. True that. Whatever. It's fine. You're in an igloo. And um, also while you're there, you're going to be stopping at Santa's village. Oh, Santa? Santa? Yeah. Santa does not live at the North Pole. I don't know what these people are thinking. He actually, I'll play this video of really where he lives. <laughs> he lives under this giant rock on Pluto. Um, and wow. so you'll actually get to visit his workshop and really get to meet the true Santa, not the fake North Pole Santa. Well, See honestly, there's... why does the story not have him living in Pluto? It should be Santa lives in space mm-hmm. and some frozen planet and flies to Earth. To Earth. Yeah, that's where he lives. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, I I, I don't know where that it footage makes more came sense. From, but, yeah, I agree. That's good. I th- I mean, like, who wouldn't want to have your own mm. island or your own planet and then just randomly? Santa's got his own planet. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, he doesn't. He shares it with penguins. Oh, okay. Um, I know that. Again, I don't know why the media doesn't talk about this. Lamestream media doesn't talk mm. about this. But mm. there's penguins on Pluto, and there's actually a penguin sanctuary. A pang- it's a, a whole pang- sanctuary. A sanctuary. <laughs> it's a sanctuary. <laughs> Fully set up. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, lucky for you, you can go visit him. Um, these pil- pil- I almost said pilgrims. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> these penguins are special because they cannot survive on Earth as they have been adapted to the environment of Pluto. So they're you know special and unique um, to Pluto itself, which is great. One thing that's cool is that they are all <laughs> fluent in um, virtually every single language that humans speak. Since they're immoral as well, um, they have, you know, been around Pluto forever. And Wait, so, they're immoral? Yeah, they're immoral, and they've been around since Pluto was a thing. And they you also mean immortal? Oh. <laughs> immoral. It's like they're bad penguins. They're immoral. <laughs> I was like, yeah, immoral. So anyways, and you're like, oh. <laughs> yes, no, they're immortal, okay? They've been around forever, and they speak every language that we do. Wow, that's so impressive. It's really incredible. Yeah. Every language? So you can have a conversation with a penguin. Mm. Oh. Damn, these are two really good trips. Yeah, it's going to be pretty lit. So- I think I'm going to have to go with Pluto, though, because I need to meet <sighs> Santa and I need to see the penguins. That's amazing. Well, let's just hang on here about our twists, okay? Oh, fuck, I forgot the twist. It's okay, it's okay. They're coming, though. So okay. Mars, unfortunately, you must only eat fro- uh, freeze-dried Thanksgiving foods. Ew. <laughs> That's the only thing that we serve uh, on the Mars vacation experience. Freeze-dried turkey? Yeah, fr- but you can have like potatoes, turkey, green beans. Ew. It's just freeze-dried. I hate all that. Yeah, well, too bad. Also, the soundtrack to Interstellar plays the entire time you're inside your dome on Mars. That's over not and bad. over again. Uh, it's pretty much like my house. Yeah, already, I was going to so. say, you should <laughs> consider you're married to Josh. Um, also on Mars, the air is extremely dry. And while you don't have to wear a spacesuit, you do have to lather yourself in a thick layer of Vaseline at least five times a day <laughs> to avoid your skin from evaporating off your body. Wow. Create that barrier. Yeah. So you'll be a little great see. Ew, that'd be really gross to put Vaseline all over your body. Mm-hmm. I really can't imagine that feeling. Mm-hmm. That is pretty nasty because it doesn't absorb no just be there all the time it's true um here's the twist for pluto like we said although it only takes 12 hours to get there it's extremely bumpy and um you're guaranteed that you're gonna puke for at least half the time it takes to get there i can deal yeah you can deal all right um well unfortunately it ends up that santa is actually one of your biggest fans and so he ends up not leaving you alone falling back to your igloo and spends the rest of the trip asking you conspiracy related questions the entire time <laughs> oh my god that's so funny santa is a big fan he's like holy shit kendall ray's here 
<laughs> that's good so you have to fo- be followed around by santa asking you like obsessively annoying questions the entire time but maybe he'll give me some lit gifts for christmas because yeah, of it maybe yeah that's true he's like okay i'll hook you up with a tesla or something if yes you, santa if thank you, you let me follow you around i'd be down um and then unfortunately some of the penguins are actually part of a cult seeking to destroy all humans but you can't tell which are which so some of them will try and lure you in and kill you oh that sounds dangerous so those are the twists Okay. Pick your freaking trip. Well, okay. This is a big question okay. that will probably make my decision. Oh, shit. With the Thanksgiving foods, does pie come as well? Yes. Okay. Pie does come. Mm, I don't know. I think I might still have to go with the Santa one. because Pluto? You want to go to Pluto and see Santa? I feel that. Yeah, but then he's going to be annoying. Yeah, he's going to annoy the shit. You're going to want to like relax. Like what conspiracy theories will he be wanting to talk about? All the ones, even the ones that are annoying that you try to avoid talking about. All the ones. (laughs) Like he believes that birds are. Yeah, everything that's like conspiracy, he believes. And he'll try to like convince you of it the whole time and like ask you like, why are you sure the earth isn't flat? Because every time I fly there, it's flat. Like the whole nine yards. Okay, I think I'm going to go with Mars. You're going to Mars. Yeah, and I like the idea of listening to the Interstellar soundtrack, soundtrack? on Mars. That'd be pretty cool. And you get to meet Matthew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Matthew's not involved in the other one? No. Okay, I want the first oh, wait, one. Actually, I want Matthew Mars. Sorry. No. Yeah, he technically is. But Matthew did build the house of Mars. So. Okay, I want the Mars experience. I okay. think that'd be good. And the Pluto's a little far. So. Yeah, that's true. There you go. Well, shit, you're going to Mars. Congratulations. Oh, God, that looks really fun, honestly. <laughs> Imagine if you could really go to Mars, though. Yeah, maybe one day it'll be a thing. I think it will be. Maybe and there'll be one like day. people getting clout in Mars. Oh my God. Taking their Instagram pics, like going Photo down the shoot hills. in Mars. Oh my God. Booty pics on Mars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. That will be the sight to see. You have like your fucking space helmet on and your ass is out. <laughs> I can just see it now, can't you? I can. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Like the D'Amelios are doing a dance on Mars. They're like- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. Well, that's going to be it for us today, guys. We've already gone for a while. This might be one of our longer episodes ever. It might be. Let us know what vacations you would want to go on in all these. I want to know which one you would pick out of all of this. Mm -hmm. I spent some time on this. This was so fun. I know. Me too. I'd be happy to do this again or something similar. If you have any other ideas of ways that we can utilize PowerPoint. That was (laughs) fun. I agree. That was really fun. Any games like this. Mm -hmm. It was a really fun time. And honestly, it kind of felt like I was at least getting to kind of go on yes, vacation a little really bit did feel like that it did feel like i was at least planning one like mm-hmm. obviously we're not going but it was still cool to like even go to these mm-hmm. websites and read about what you could do yeah excursions the restaurants yeah it's honestly fun this would be a fun thing to do with your friends mm-hmm. like plan trips for each other and or for, like cool a little game night to have you guys plan trips for us with like twists and stuff i don't know how that's that would, a good would one. work but they could submit powerpoint yeah oh <gasps> And we could react to them and pick trips. Oh my God. Maybe next time we do this, you guys, you'll have to let us know if you want to see that because I'm sure some of you would do it. Yes, definitely. (laughs) But that's going to be it for this sesh today. Yes. Next week we will be back and we will be talking about a very highly requested topic. Very Probably our most requested topic. Yeah, I think you guys are going to really enjoy this one. You guys will. It's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. Look forward to that. Thank you guys for joining us again. We really appreciate it. If you have a second, if you're um, watching on YouTube, go ahead and head over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and give us a follow or subscribe um, or give us a review. We really appreciate it. And that is it for this show. Thanks so much for watching, guys. We will see you on the next sesh. But until then, keep keep it it fresh. fresh.